always invited to heal ourselves from within. Another way of putting this is, if I take care of the seeming problems that my shadow puppet self seems to have, I will not have any quarrels with anyone else's shadow puppet self. And so even the desire to correct anyone else melts away. If I turn to myself and I correct and heal within myself, what seems to me to be an issue in the other. The Buddha is absolutely clear. There is no other. From Baltimore, Maryland, this is the Awake Yoga Meditation Podcast. Each week, we share a part of a teaching from Swami Nityananda recorded live at an Awake Yoga Meditation event. To attend a live meditation or to join our free e-yogi community, please visit awakeyogameditation.org. We are meditating today on the subject, bless. And one of the ways that we can approach the energy of blessing is simply to acknowledge from the beginning the breath that you breathe right now, the breath that is breathing you into this body, into the palace of peace in the present moment, that is the energy of blessing. The energy that tucks you into bed at night and allows your head to meet your pillow with a sigh of relief and relaxation and letting go into that sweet, renewing, healing embrace of sleep. That is the energy of blessing. The energy that blinks its eyes open in you and through you and as you in the morning and greets the dawn, greets the rising sun. That is the energy of blessing. And so from the highest perspective, the energy of blessing is the only thing any of us has ever encountered in the realm of time and space. And I want to be the first to acknowledge from a human perspective, this sometimes seems hard to see, sometimes seems hard to feel, sometimes seems hard to believe. And so what we're doing is lovingly with great good humor, and spiritual honesty, embracing our human selves back into the energy of eternal, expansive, ever available, always gorgeous blessing, which is our true nature, which is the eternal reality. And so how do we do this? So the scripture is incredibly short and sweet, and I invite all of us to commit it to memory forever, to come back to it often, it is Patanjali, and it's the Yoga Sutras, so Patanjali codified many, many, many centuries of teachings into the Yoga Sutras. And this is a statement that I came across, I think maybe two and a half weeks ago, I was going through the Yoga Sutras again, and it's a statement that made me burst out loud laughing because you can hear the energy of love and compassion 
And the way Patanjali understands the divine reality that I just expressed by saying everything that we ever encounter, it's just the energy of blessing. And Patanjali also understands the human reality, which sometimes includes confusion. It sometimes includes hurt. It sometimes includes conundrums. Sometimes the conundrums seem to be of our own making. Sometimes they seem to be just discovered by us and we get to figure out a graceful, good-humored way to respond to them as much as we possibly can. And so this is the scripture. Let's all please remember this and then invite ourselves to live this. God is not affected by your obstacles. So that's it right there. And there is a deep part of me that wants to say, Swami Shankarananda would sometimes say, that's it, we're done. We all can go home right now. God is not affected by my obstacles. And so this is something that my eternal, ever wise, ever free, ever calm, kind, caring, good humored and patient self is saying to the aspect of myself that is capable of experiencing impatience or irritability or frustration. I'm also reminding myself and all of us of something that Srimadhi Shanti Maharaji said. She said, if you are annoyed, that's because you are allowing yourself to be annoyable. <laughs> so if you are irritated, that's because you are allowing yourself to be irritable. What we are inviting ourselves to do is to heal the roots, that which would even allow us to be annoyable, that which would even give us the opportunity to be irritable. We're allowing ourselves to go so deeply into the truth that we realize in truth, all that I ever see in the realm of time and space is God, is my own self, appearing to me in different shapes, appearing to me in different forms, adopting different guises, speaking in different voices, always showing me where my own awareness is, where my own heart is. I want to give us some entry points and some stories and some different invitations for the ways that we can live this truth. So first of all, I will observe very mildly that each of us is authorized totally and always to remind ourselves totally and always, God is not affected by my obstacles. But this is not something that one human can say to another human. So basically, I'm reminding myself and all of us that we're always invited to heal ourselves from within. Another way of putting this is, if I take care of the seeming problems that my shadow puppet self seems to have, I will not have any quarrels with anyone else's shadow puppet self. If I resolve my own shadow puppet self into the light, it will be impossible for me to argue with anyone else's shadow puppet self. And so even the desire to correct anyone else melts away. If I turn to myself and I correct and heal within myself, what seems to me to be an issue in the other. The Buddha is absolutely clear. There is 
no other. We are only ever seeing ourselves. So anywhere that we want to heal, we're invited to turn back to ourselves. And this verse from Patanjali has so much love, so much wisdom, so much good humor. God is not affected by my obstacles. Thank God. Another way of saying this, when we're in contact with reality, there are no problems. Problems melt away. And the only thing that exists are solutions. Another way of saying this is, and I'm moving towards something that Lahiri shares, that's also shared by the Tao Te Ching. When we are in contact with truth, with reality, with our eternal nature, with stillness, with the beloved, I do nothing at all, and yet nothing remains undone. And so when I so merge my seemingly separate individual self into the source, of all that is into the kindest, most powerful energy in the universe. There are only solutions. There is only the energy of opportunity and connection and healing and caring and respect, humility, wisdom. There is only the energy of support. There is only the energy of blessing. And what happens then is The separate individual self doesn't figure anything out at all. That's why Lahiri says, I do nothing at all. When I remain my true self, when I remain the stillness, when I remain the kindest, most powerful energy in the universe, I do nothing at all. Spontaneous, perfect action will share through me. I will be breathed. It will not be that I am breathing. I will be breathed. And helpfulness will share kindly and naturally, appropriately to every situation through me, sometimes silently, and without anything happening on an external level at all. And so we're each inviting ourselves to become so calm and so quiet, so clear, so steady, so aware. That breath breathes us. That the kindest, most powerful energy in the universe shines through us. This is also the teaching shared by the Buddha, the one who is awake. He asked his students, they were meditating together at night, He asked them to look at the moon and to simply observe, to see clearly, to listen much at the stillness of the pure, calm, kind, quiet moon in the night sky. And the way the moon is at ease in that vastness, that spaciousness, that expansiveness. It's a beautiful image, if you want an image, for what our true nature is. We are that energy of shining, the energy of wholeness, the energy of purity, 
the energy that shares and reflects the divine light of the sun, the divine light of pure, full, consummate illumination. We all do this. This is the energy that bakes through you if you bake. It's the energy that invents through you if you invent. It's the energy that knows the perfect thing to say or not say to that friend who is telling you their story for the 13th time. So one of the things that Lahiri says is stop desire. I know that is easier said than done, but we can push pause on desire. Putting it that way, the mind does not quarrel with being told to stop desire. So just say to your mind, to your heart, to your emotionally needy and grasping human self, I'm just going to push pause on my desire. I'm just going to push pause on my confusion. I'm just going to push pause on my impatience. I'm just going to push pause on my frustration. I'm just going to push pause on my irritability. I'm sure none of you have any of these <laughs> issues. I'm just going to push pause on my feeling of being stressed. Just push pause. And then notice what remains. The moon comes into view. The moon in the night sky. The fullness and the gorgeousness, the purity, the magnificence, the vastness, the possibility, the connectedness, the opportunity. Eternally and in the realm of time and space. That comes into view. Lahiri says, cast off anger, cast off fear. To make that approachable, just say, I'm willing to push pause on anger. I'm willing to push pause on fear. I can come back to my anger if I want or need to later. I can come back to my fear if I want or need to later. But for right now, for right this moment, I'm just pushing pause. This has been a production of Awake Yoga Meditation in Baltimore, Maryland. If this teaching has resonated with you, please consider making a financial contribution of any amount. Awake Yoga Meditation is a vibrant spiritual community oriented around yoga philosophy and awakening to our true divine nature. Our mission is to empower you in meditation, yoga philosophy, joyful service, and freedom in your life and world. We offer weekly meditations for adults and children, spiritual discussion, and meditation instruction. All are welcome. This podcast is produced by Racha and Dhruv. For more podcasts, articles, and upcoming events, or to schedule a private, personal, spiritual conference with Swami Nityananda, please visit awakeyogameditation.org. May absolute peace pervade the whole universe.